We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am Chris Kirkwood. Kirk D's on Life Tilt right now watching NBA. Bradley Beal sucks, okay? Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And uh, I'm here with my boys, JSU Rab, John Surabian, and uh, Killa B, Brett Hartfield, Killa B24, or whatever. I do this every goddamn week. I'm <laughs> Um, Come on, Chris. You got to get this right. All right. How, 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 are right? how are we doing? We're four and two. Week, good week of football. I had a good week, a winning week. How'd you guys do? Good, man. Uh, I, I had a bad week, but, you know, at least uh, you're bringing the anger right now over uh, Beal. So that makes me feel a little bit better about uh, my, my really crappy week last weekend. So. Um, the only good thing about last weekend was I pivoted to Latavius Murray uh, shares, and that probably salvaged me in a lot of spots. Yeah, 4,700, right? Like, that was the question. I didn't blow up my lineups for him. I definitely put him in some lineups, but I didn't blow up my mean cash lineup. But I still did fine because my bo- our boy, Chester the Molester Rogers, yep. came through like we knew he would in That's garbage it. time. I told you, I told you. When he was dropping every target and was about to get benched for the entire game um, on the first half, and I was on, on life tilt at halftime. Um, but, uh, he, like, I, there was never a doubt, right? Never a doubt. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't sweating at all during that game. That was, that was terrible. Uh, but the real person that I, I just want to give a shout-out to who ruined, ruined my, my, my day that should have been great you know, I had Tyree Cohen at 4% in GPPs. Obviously, I told everyone last week I was high on Todd Gurley and had him all over the place. But Antonio Callaway just sucks. This guy is <laughs> – he is so bad. Let's I, I, just I, let everyone know how bad these people are who play uh, special sports. They all suck. Two, two touchdowns. One 50-yard touchdown in the end zone, and then one, like, 10-yard ball that just hit his hands and bounced right off. I just – he is so I, – I, I don't even know. It, the Browns really screwed themselves with trading Josh Gordon because that that's turning out to be the worst decision ever. 
But well, the big got, question though is are you going back to the well? No, we've because got a better we've got a better play. We've got the fade the we've got the FU Callaway play, which is oh. Damian Ratley for 3600. Do we trust this guy? I feel no, like um, Absolutely. I go to playerprofiler.com yeah. and I uh, <laughs> this guy got spark score of whatever. <laughs> That's what we do. So, yeah, he I mean he played a ton, 65 out of 74 snaps, eight targets, and he actually caught the ball. Uh, the crazy part is just how inefficient uh, the wide receivers have been. Um, Jarvis Landry hasn't gotten a lot of catchable uh, balls, but, I mean, we'll get there. I'm sure we're going to be highlighting that game anyway. Um, it's going to be one of the better games on this slate since we only get 10 games to break down uh, out of the 14 total. It's brutal. Indeed, indeed. So um, now that we know how, how we did, I, I shouldn't be tilting from football, but I'm tilting from NBA. But um, we went through the recap. So basically this week, here we are. We've finally got like a balanced week, right? Like we've kind of – well, the totals have come down a little bit. Um, we don't have that huge one outlier game. We do have four decent-sized totals that are kind of much further away from the pack. Um, but it's, uh, uh, pricing is a little bit tighter too this week. So it's going to be an interesting week. So how, how are you guys just like thinking about attacking this from a uh, overall lineup construction perspective at this point? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of looking at just different situations. Uh, the highest implied by quite a bit is the Rams and you know, I, I mean, you got to assume that Gurley is going to be still really popular. Um, but I don't mind, like, just a, a jam them in on the Rams here uh, in San Fran. Um, hope, hope that game stays close. But that's probably my favorite spot. And I don't know, you know, it's not like I need to come back with uh, San Francisco guys. But I definitely like uh, plenty of different uh, San Francisco guys, um, you know, even though it's it's uh, CJ uh Bethard uh, week again. So uh, him being at 4,800 is also really interesting in a game where uh, they're going to have to pass a lot and he's definitely got legs. So um, don't, that's, I mean, that's the one game that I have highlighted and I'm assuming it's going to be pretty chalky too. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I do like some of the San Francisco weapons. Um, you know, Marquise Goodwin's pretty cheap at 4,600. And, you know, he's the number one receiver in San Francisco. George Kittle's 5K. I think you could go there. So, I mean, they have weapons. Um, don't mind C.J. Bethard. Um, I just think there's so many cheap QBs that are just so much better than him. It's tough for me to have him in, I guess, unless I'm doing a full game stack. Because you got, like, Drew Brees at 5,700. It's a tough matchup, but... Fifty-seven hundred. It's terrible pricing. You've got Cam Newton at fifty-nine hundred. Tom Brady around sixty-one hundred. Um, Joe Flacco, who I actually really love at fifty-four hundred. You got tons of QBs that are just in uh, too too cheap of a price, um, regardless of matchup. Um, but yeah, I do like the Rams. I think Josh Reynolds, the kid who's going to be playing for Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. I think be pretty chalky i i probably am gonna be underexposed to him i'm probably higher exposed to like cooks and woods and Gurley as opposed to going cheap with him i still think that like 
McVeigh's going to try and, you know, get them involved more than Josh Reynolds. He trusts them. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'm I'm pretty big on Robert Woods' matchup, so I'd probably invest a little bit heavily uh, there for for myself. Well, we've got uh, three different opinions. Well, I guess we're kind of similar. Um, I'm I'm, you know, I'm not very interested in, in Reynolds at all. Um, I think because he'll end up having the worst matchup. I'm I'm kind of I'm pretty high on Brandon Cooks to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I like Robert Woods secondary, uh, like as a, like behind cooks, but cooks would definitely be my favorite. I think there's some interesting stuff. I think, uh, Gerald Everett at tight end is interesting for 2,700. He could, he's the guy who's running the pass routes now and he, he, they may actually even give him some slot action in this game. Um, I don't know. It's not like a great play, but it's, that's potentially one, but really it's all about Todd Gurley, right? Yeah, and, you know, we, we talked about this uh, last week with his price going up to 10K. Um, I was kind of standoffish on, on DraftKings for sure at 10K. Um, ended up not buying him, uh, which definitely hurt a lot of my lineups over there. So, um, whereas, you know, I know JSU was all about it. Uh, so, uh, it's one of those things now, he's going to be so popular with uh, his situation really hasn't changed this week, uh, opponent. Uh, it's going to be a pretty fast game. Uh, weather's going to be fine. Uh, San Fran, it's a spot where I think you, you try and jam him in for sure and cash. And then I would assume he's still going to be one of the more popular plays at running back uh, for tournaments. Oh, yeah. Cash games, you just you throw them in there, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. GPP is even – I think you still, you know, have to have shares of him, you know, even if you don't want to go all in, but you still got to have, um, you know, I would say like 50% of Gurley. He's just in such a good spot. Again, they lowered his price on DraftKings to 9,800. The matchup really hasn't changed too much. San Francisco's not that great against the run. Um, but even then, like the Rams are still, their game plan is to give Todd Gurley the ball in the red zone. Like, that's what they want to do. So when they get into the red zone, which they will get into the red zone multiple times, unless they throw Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods multiple 30, 40, 50-yard touchdowns, which we can all agree, like, that might happen once or twice, but for it to happen four or five times, probably not. So this guy's going to get tons of red zone looks. So it's really hard to just straight fade him, um, especially with the running back that running backs that we have on the, the board. Um, we went through it before the show. And I mean, like uh, Brett was saying how Ezekiel Elliott's going to be high owned, which I, I agree. He probably will be, you know, the second most popular running back. Uh, McCaffrey will probably be somewhat up there just from name. And I think Kamara falls in after those guys. I think Kamara is the, the GPP sneaky you know, if you want to pay up at running back and you want to be a little contrarian, you know, this is a, a slate actually where you could play Kamara and Gurley together because of all the value that I think is there at wide receiver, which we'll kind of go over towards the end. But there's so much value. Um, yeah, um, I really like uh, Todd Gurley. Um, just uh, when I was breaking down the game – um, they just give up so much during, to the running back pass to San Francisco. So, like, 
with Cup out, you should give you should be able to expect a little bit of an extra usage for Gurley in the pass game. We know what he, you know, obviously he's going to get his his carries, but um, San Fran's allowed forty receptions for three hundred and five yards, two TDs to running backs uh, this year, which is fifth most in the league. And uh, with just Cup out, it just feels like just Gurley. I mean, Gurley's a cheat code, man. Yeah, I think. I think, you know, I totally agree uh, with both of your sentiments there. Um, my sneaky running back is probably going to be Carrion Johnson this week. Uh, Detroit coming off a bye going into Miami. Um, and I'm still <laughs> not going to buy into that performance with Miami last week. I know it was a pretty awesome win, obviously. Uh, Osweiler beating the Bears. And, I mean, we kind of saw – we saw, how, I guess, how fraudulent the Bears' defense were uh, in that game. Um, but, yeah, I, I still love pairing up on Johnson with the Detroit defense. Um, hopefully uh, we get to see, you know, Brock being Brock and uh, having some turnovers there, making short fields. Uh, but Detroit coming off of bye, like I expect, I expect them to start getting this kid more work. Uh, Theo Riddick's questionable, which would be awesome to see him not play um, and get Carrion John, uh, Johnson more uh, work in the pass game. Uh, time out. I'm really pissed off about basketball. <laughs> so, so Bradley Beal picks up his fouls. So then it ends. It's just like that was the guy I needed. And now the guy I faded was Otto Porter, who just gets such a boost now with Beal off the court. And he just went ham and got like steal after steal in the last oh. minute of the quarter. It's just making the gap uh, pretty far here. Can we also say that Rodney Magruder has 13 points, two rebounds, and two assists at, at almost halftime? That's ridiculous. That's unreal. Play that, was, that was a question with my fan to Aponta to go with uh, Magruder at shooting guard. Or? Yeah, that was – Magruder like, was for real in the preseason. I needed that too with Parker being a dud. All right, let's. Uh, what are we looking for? Like sneakier? You guys got like a sneaky stack? I think we were talking pre-show about a chalky stack. Uh, I think we all agree Taylor Gabriel is like one of the best plays on the board. Um, but is there something like? I mean, I feel like the cheap the cheap stack there is you go with either Trubisky or Brady. I mean, I I probably the price the price is good for both. I mean you're starting to see his quarterback prices. I mean, there's not many quarterbacks that are over 6,500 this week. So uh, Trubisky at 5,600, Brady at 6,100. I think they're both in play um, only tournament wise, but, uh, and then Tariq Cohen uh, is getting just more and more work and has been crushing uh, the work. Um, Last two weeks, he's had 17 targets and 14 catches. So that's huge. Um, Been also efficient running the ball, but I think going with uh, Cohen uh, and Taylor Gabriel in a bear stack uh, with Trubisky and then bringing it back with Josh Gordon. I think that's a very cheap option and allows you to pay up for, you know, your Todd Gurley's or uh, your Kamara's, uh, your low And I think that's, that's a way to make like a nice uh, correlated lineup. Yeah. So there's definitely a case to be made for Tom Brady here um, because of the, the price, but also because of the fact that, you know, the, the, Bears run D, which we've talked about a little the show. So, I mean, that's questionable whether you think it's going to be a Sony game or not. If, if, the, if it's not, 
and, you know, it would certainly make sense for him to have a lot of high volume passing passes to guys like James White to Edelman. But, you know, we actually finally saw them unleash uh, Josh Gordon, who just looks like the easiest play in the world this week after all those snaps, after mm-hmm. all those targets, uh, just clear like that was Brady's guy. He's going to probably get a lot of one-on-one um, in this game. And like, I'll take Josh Gordon one-on-one with pretty much anyone, you know, so especially with a quarterback like Brady throwing it to him. So the only issue I have with Gordon is if you guys remember last year when he came back for the Browns, everybody was on him. Um, He's obviously a likable guy where you want him to succeed, but I think the industry is going to be right there with him. So you're probably going to have to eat the – him being a lot chalkier than he oh, he's be. chalk for sure but there's just so much upside with that price yeah and, and the the stack itself is just so easy to make right like it's just it's just super that you can make a nice game stack you could just go the patriot side if you like the patriot side but i mean how many times can you get brady let's just say gronk and, and gordon you know at 61 6000 and 5600 I mean, those, those are just smash – those are values right there. I, I don't want Gronk. <clears throat> you, I'm, just, I'm just saying, though, you're looking at his weapons and you're going, Gronk is normally 69 to 7K and he's down at 6K. So just to expose the snap uh, share, too, uh, for Gordon. I mean, he's been basically 25 – between 25 and 30% the first two weeks. Um, and then last, last week versus Kansas City, he got 63 of the 78 snaps. So – um, just a spot where he, he, they got to be working him more in uh, now that this offense seems like they're, they're fully uh, working. Uh, I see Edelman's uh, questionable. Um, he was limited in practice. I don't, I don't assume it's like a too strong an injury that we should worry about, but something to at least note. Yeah. Like you said, Gordon, 63 out of 78 snaps, nine targets, uh, matchup with Prince Amuka Mara, um, mm-hmm. which is a positive one. Um, so, I mean, his price is what I like. Like, we're finally got him. Like, they're finally, okay, unleashing this guy. The problem is, is that um, Sony Michelle, the, the amount of runs that he's had over the last games, uh, I had it written down here, 67 rushes in the last three games. But, so that just comes down, I mean, like, whether you think it's going to be a Sony Michelle game or not. Um, and there's, I mean, it, it may very well, and the, like, like, uh, John was saying before the show to me, like they're going to try to run the ball. And if they're successful, they're going to keep running the ball. Right. Yeah. I mean, they gave this guy 24 carries against the chiefs last game. You know, he ran for, you know, 4.4 yards a carry 106 yards. He had two touchdowns. It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, the Patriots offensive line is clicking. Um, Gronk is one of the best tight ends that run blocks. He's one of the best run blocking tight ends in the league. Um, it's just it, it, Sony Michelle at fifty six or fifty five hundred on DK is still is a super value even against this Bears defense, which the Bears defense did get ran all over by Frank Gore, who's I don't know what is he forty now? Yeah, so, I think he's thirty four. Yeah, so I mean, I I have no problem paying for Sony Michelle at fifty five hundred, and I hope that you know people see you know the Bears D and they get afraid of playing a running back against them because you know they look I guess on paper like they'd be really stout against the run, but 
I don't know. I, I, I think you can attack them. you got to run right at Khalil Mack, which is what Miami did last week. Um, so we'll see. I, I do think that this could be a Sony Michelle game, though. I do like him a lot. And also the Bears should be fired up for a little bit of uh, improvement and fixing some of their mistakes after last night's performance. And the Patriots are usually a little bit worse on the road. So that leaves me – I mean, I like the other side of this game um, the most. I mean, I love Josh Gordon, but I, I don't care if they're, how chalky they end up being or not. I just think it's such a good spot for the Bears, and the pricing is so – Nice. There's so much upside with the receivers. And so, I mean, really, I just care about uh, – I love Trubisky, um, especially game script if they're going to be behind. I think, you know, if if we say that at all, like Howard will be completely phased out. Uh, Tariq Cohen is definitely the guy. Um, he also makes more sense in this matchup to attack, um, you know, attacking, you know, the Patriots through the air and attacking those linebackers. So, um I liked him last week. I liked him the week before that. I like him again this week, and he's 5,100. And especially also, you know, if they are behind, then it just makes more sense for him even more to, to rack up targets here. Um, I love Taylor Gabriel. Um, he's being utilized in a similar fashion as, like, the poor man's Tyreek Hill. Uh, we saw what Tyreek Hill just did to this defense, and he – is another guy that can attack that those linebackers um, in, in the slot um, where Gabriel plays 40% of the time. Um, Anthony Miller is another guy um, who's dirt cheap, 3,400, who primarily gets the slot play. Um, so that's yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what I really like about Gabriel, too, is just like the, the plays that are specifically set up for him. Um, they line them up all over very, you know, and very similar to just like your perfect gadget player like Tyreek Hill. So um, I know versus Tampa Bay, they kind of uh, did like a few uh, just straight passes, like where he's coming off as from the wide receiver position. And then, you know, Tr- Trubisky just flips it uh, to him as like, you know, just a, a gadget pass where he tries to get the corner. Uh, and, and they were running those inside the red zone. So uh, love that, like how they're specifically game planning him into each game too. Yeah, I mean, for me though, I think this game, I, I do like Taylor Gabriel, but I think Tyree Cohen is just by far the best play. I don't think it's even close. You saw Kareem Hunt and what he did against those Patriot linebackers. I mean, Kareem Hunt caught no more than like two or three passes all year, every game, and then he caught like a 50-yard bomb, and Pat Mahomes overthrew him wide open for a touchdown that was probably like another 50 yard pass running running to the end zone you just overthrew him just a little bit but he was wide open and the Chiefs Andy Andy Reid really figured out ways to get his backs open and I think the Bears and the Matt Nagy you know Matt Nagy is super creative and I think he's going to find ways to get Cohen matched up on some of those same matchups Kareem Hunt got yeah, I didn't even think about the Matt Nagy uh, narrative, too, you know, uh, yeah. with Taylor Gabriel. So that's kind of, yeah. And all of a sudden, Allen Robinson was a DMP in practice today, downgraded. Um, well, that helps Anthony Miller. and. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of want him. Yeah, there. I would want him to play for sure. I love, uh, I love gets, Anthony Miller gets, as a player. He gets really Gilmore. Did. Yeah. Um, the whole time. And so, like, I did, really didn't have much interest in Allen Robinson anyway. Um. I mean, um, I, I, guess, that, I like oh, them both. 
I like him. I like him anyway, either way. But like, I kind of like the fact that um, <clears throat> if Allen Robinson's healthy, Chris, one spot that I kind of just wanted on one percent. If you if you if you like went with Miller, he's going to be so owned. No one's oh. going to have him. And he's thirty four hundred. Yeah. But he so might be. He might get some ownership just based off of his score last week. Man. One spot that I kind of wanted to look at was just the uh, just like an ownership play uh, between uh, Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. I think you know we've seen week in week out Adam Thielen outdoing uh, Stefan Diggs. Uh, Diggs was on the outside, had to deal with a lot of Patrick Robertson, uh, uh, Patrick Patterson. No, what I can't. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. <laughs> wow, I'm going in between like different sports there. Uh, Patrick Peterson. Um, but yeah, each week Thielen has been outscoring Diggs, and I think this is just a good spot to possibly. It's it's only 1,300 difference, but now uh, we're on a main slate where Thielen is the top dog, top wide receiver. So um, curious to see what his ownership level would be there. But I I would really like to get some uh, Diggs exposure uh, for sure uh, versus the Jets. Um, Jets Jets corners are both very beatable. Um, you do have feeling with the better matchup in the slot again, which this guy runs so good with matchups in the slot. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of just one, uh, one yeah, thing. I mean, I playing them both there. with Kirk Cousins is going to be a low owned stack be- just because of pricing. Yeah. And, and uh, I like that. I mean, the, the, the Jets corners are banged up and it's a, like you said, a beatable matchup now. And uh, I, I like that. And I don't see the, I don't know. I, I don't have, I don't, think they're going to roll out at like cook too heavily in this game i just see kind of a, a lot of passing again with cousins and i just don't think they'll get the ownership so i could definitely go there um and you can yeah. easily bring it back with some jermaine curse at 4100 yeah. on DraftKings. i like that a lot he's gonna pick up the i mean he he got a lot of targets last game he's gonna pick up the easy you know the easy yep, target yeah with a, a noon out yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he's going to be pretty popular, but yeah, you can definitely use him. I mean, he's probably the only jet I really am interested in at this point. So I kind of want to just highlight maybe uh, a uh, under owned uh, correlated uh, game that I kind of want to be invested in. And it's going to be the uh, Carolina at Philly. Uh, I still think Philly uh, just is stuff in the run. Uh, McCaffrey's not going to be able to go anywhere there. So I, I actually like, um, both Cam Newton and Carson Wentz in this game uh, to get off passing. Um, and then, you know, pairing them up with uh, Funchess. Uh, Philly, Philly corners have been very beatable on the outside. And then even bringing it back with uh, Aguilar or Jeffrey. Uh, Carolina uh, corners have been very beatable this year. So I think that's a, um, a, a stack that I really want to get invested in. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um... I'm a little lower on Cam. I, the price is nice for Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the price is too nice on Cam. Um, I yeah. do kind of like McCaffrey, and I just I don't know what else to make. Maybe we finally get a DJ Moore game. I don't I don't know. Um, but uh, I definitely like Wentz because he's looking better and better as each week goes on, and he's uh, he's still he has like that sneaky rushing upside too. Yeah, I think the only thing there is his price. Uh, his price should keep ownership down. With him being 7,100 and Gronk at 6K, I think that just makes people go to Gronk if they're going to pay up. Um, just talking. No, I was talking about Wentz, not Ertz. 
Oh, I'm sorry. But, but I like, I like, uh, I could, yeah, Ertz is a good play from a, like, he's going to be low owned because of price. Yeah. Yep. You're, I mean, so you guys agree that Njoku will be the chalk tight end uh, this yeah. week on DraftKings? 4,200? He should be. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's kind of a spot where he's the one guy that, you know, week in, week out, it just feels like Baker's right there with him. So, uh, with with how bad uh, we've already hit up on Callaway and Jarvis Landry, um, how bad those connections are, um, you know, I feel like Njoku, pretty smash spot here at 4,200. Yeah. Yep. Uh, nothing. Uh, I've got nothing against them. Uh, so the one, the one cool part about this late, like even though there's not much that stands out, like not many games over 50, uh, in fact, only one, I think, with the Rams and 49ers, is you do have some of the fastest-paced teams uh, in the slate. Uh, you have the Colts, who are number one at uh, uh, plays per second. Uh, the Ravens are two, Browns are three, and the Texans are four. Uh, all on the slate. Even Jaguars are five. So uh, plenty, like, I always try to, like, uh, target some of those teams, um, especially if I know they're going to be playing in a somewhat fast style. And when you think of the Ravens, you don't think of a fast style offense. But, uh, yeah, that's a unique situation because you do have the Saints uh, number one offense going up against uh, one of the best uh, defenses in the league with the Ravens. So um, with the Ravens pl- playing so fast and them being at home, they're going to be able to play fast. I think a lot of times uh, when you have these fast-paced teams on the road, uh, a lot of times they can't play fast because of the uh, crowd noise and whatnot. But, yeah, with the, with with uh, these fast teams playing at home, I, I like to target that, um, especially, you know, if, if they really stand out with with their speed of, uh, of their pace. Yeah, this is my number one game stack of the week, I think. Um, a lot of plays that are kind of very cheap. You know, you got John Brown at 5,700. I like Willie Sneed at 4K. He had 10 targets last game. Uh, we'll definitely avoid Lattimore most of the game. So I like that a lot. Um, Joe Flacco at 5,400. Um, and then you got, you know, Ted Ginn just went on IR, so Traquan Smith, another value wide receiver that you can play. Uh, Cam Meredith, um, both very cheap. Um, so I like those guys a lot. And then I already talked about Alvin Kamara being sneaky. You know, this could be a game that kind of shoots off, and I don't know if people are going to really game stack it with it being in Baltimore, you know, against a really good defense. Right. Yeah, I was kind of low on this game in general. I mean, I love John Brown, but um, yeah, I wasn't getting excited about this game. I just I like the to go. I like the Rams San Fran game so much. Um, you got to get some Willie Sneed. You got to get Marquise Goodwin again. I know he's going to be chalk, but he's forty six hundred. Um, you know, Bethard. You think Goodwin will be chalk? Just I don't know. I think he should be because he's so cheap. No, there's too many too many 4k wide receivers he's not going to be chalky yeah so one of the 4k wide receivers i'd like to highlight is uh albert wilson uh obviously just smashed last week versus the bears um this this week he gets another really good uh matchup been running routes out of the slot um i mean played 50 out of 78 snaps nine targets six catches obviously most of those yards too um he it was just after the catch, so not a lot of air yards, but um, we could see his speed 
And in a spot where I already like uh, the Detroit side here, I wouldn't mind bringing it back with uh, another cheap uh, play in Albert Wilson. We have breaking news here. Breaking, oh. breaking news. NBA I don't, breaking news. I don't know, but Otto Porter didn't. I, I'm faded. I faded Otto, and he just crushed me. But he's not. He didn't start this set, this third quarter. Mm-mm. I never wish injury on anyone. But <laughs> until you wish injury on someone, until oh, if he has a minor podcast. injury right now, I'm kind of okay with it. Is all I'm saying. Um, anyways, um, well, thank God he's okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything. I just don't see him in there. Um, so uh, I back to the Rams. Sorry, C.J. Beathard. Um, the volume, right? Like they're going to be passing. They're going to have to pass. The Rams just don't allow many rushing attempts because of game scripts. Um, but you know, we got your boy um, Breda again, potentially. Um, oh. Got Kittle. We've got Goodwin. I like the prices there. I love Brandon Cooks. Like I just, I, I'm, I'm just going to eat the chalk. I mean, I like the, these are, these are my games. Like I love this Rams game and I know it's chalk, chalky, but I just really like it. And I think people are going to make mistakes with like playing, loading up on Josh Reynolds, who's going to end up just being the guy that they put over on, uh, sorry, uh, Seattle, former Seattle, Rich Sherman, who nobody's throwing at. And that's who they're just going to stick out there. Yep. And, and Do you guys understand the the pricing there? I mean, that that doesn't make sense with uh, Bethard. Uh, him, you know, smashing basically last last week. Um, what's up with the price going from forty nine hundred to uh, forty? Uh, what is it, forty seven hundred? Like that doesn't make any sense. What's up with the prices across the board? Right. It's, what I mean, we just named. I, yeah, you know what? I started so off the show and I said tighter pricing. I've, I've never named seven 4K wide receivers that I've liked ever. <laughs> like, we're going to see some monster scores, I think, this week. If my team – I'm going to see some monster scores when my guys go off because I expect them to go off. Uh, and they're all like 4,600 and below. Yeah, and they're all 40% old. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you said Goodwin's not going to be expensive. I yeah, mean, no, I, I don't think they all will be. But they, still, they're all good, in good matchups. Like, seriously, some of these guys are severely underpriced. All right, one spot that we should probably hit up is uh, DeAndre Hopkins at 6900 at Jacksonville. Uh, is is that cheap enough for you to get uh, uh, invested in, in him? I – I'm personally want mine being right there with the field. Uh, I can see him being like maybe 10, 10 to 15% owned, but that price is just, it's so good. He, he did score a touchdown uh, in both games last year versus uh, Jacksonville. So um, it's a spot where you're going to get him at pretty low ownership for, I mean, dirt, you know, dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just I'm I'm scared of this Jags D this week in particular because I think after such a horrible showing that they're going. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I think they're yeah coming off the loss that they're going to uh, they're going they should be much better and um, they should be fired up and the fact that uh, the O line is so bad with Houston and the the amount of hits that Watson is taking I just think they're going to tee off here and then um, you know with obviously with Ramsey and Bouye um, just makes it, makes it pretty tough. So uh, I don't, I mean, that's a good, I think it's going to be not very popular. 
So I guess it's good for GPP. I mean, you'd have, you guys have to really sell me. I mean, I can't. I could end up being there, I guess, by uh, come Sunday. But as of right now, I, I've been staying uh, far away from it. All right. Yeah. So how would you rank the like seven K wide receivers if you're spending up? Or where are you going in that situation? Uh, JSU, I'll start with you. Like, I mean, is there like one? one spot that you really want to invest in with like just seven seven K cooks. cooks. Yeah, I mean it, it's gotta be for me it's Cooks. Woods. Woods, Diggs, um and then probably Mike Evans. I, I don't know. I am not even gonna add Mike Evans because I I just don't play Mike Evans. It's a rule. I just don't play him. Landry with that uh price increase after his, you know, very below average days doesn't make sense. I know Tampa Bay's number one versus wide receivers, but oh. seventy three hundred. It's uh, you know Brett, people are people are going to see the green thirty two by his name. Uh, right? Can I tell you my my strategy here at wide receiver is going to be Thielen, Diggs, Cooks, and Woods at the high price receivers. Then I'm just going to fill in my John Brown, Josh Gordon, and then all the four K. 4K, and that's and that's what I'm doing at wide receiver because literally it's just it's just too many good plays down here. It's so hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay up at running back, and you know that's that's it. I just I I can't I can't get into you know Mike Evans, even Landry. I I rather go Najoku. I, I can't do D D hop. I I don't mind Alshon Jeffrey. You were talking yeah. about the game earlier. Yeah, that's one spot I would go. I, I'm not afraid of uh, Kenny Galladay either. I, I I totally don't mind him. Um, I don't yeah, think that's an interesting him. situation. Like those three, like Marvin is really cheap. Galladay. It's like we don't know who's going to get um, uh, Xavier Howard. Yeah, I, but like the the two that don't. Or the one that doesn't, like between Galladay or Jones most likely, is probably going to be a really good play. Yeah, and I know Xavier Howard is like the basically the stud out of that group, but like I'm looking at the ratings and they're all pretty solid. I mean, you got Tory McTire and um, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, and they've, they've been solid on the year. Um, looks like, looks like uh, Tory McTire is like the best rated out of the – maybe I read that wrong. Um, but yeah, they're all they're all right next to each other. Actually, Minka Fitzpatrick is the best rated. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? Where else? What? Any other uh, final? I mean, did maybe we can actually have a, a we can end the show at a reasonable time? And well, yeah. one other guy I just want you guys' opinion on it. I'm, I I think I'm falling on the for the first time all year. I'm falling onto the Lashawn McCoy. Trap. Is anyone yeah. else falling? He's up? on my list to like really dive into. He's popping. Um, I actually, um, I really don't like myself. I, I mean, I, 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 I'll probably end up there. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Anderson is his quarterback. Kelvin, That's- Kelvin Benjamin is uh, thirty-five hundred, and I like how Evan Silva said on the show. He's like big name, no game. Uh, you know, and that's kind of Kelvin Benjamin. But, like, he has played with Derek Anderson before. He's going to get the targets. Like, that's just that, – it's just going to happen. Like, so, I didn't even think about that, the uh, Carolina connection between the two. 
Yeah. I, I, I can't play Calvin Ben. If I play anyone, it'd be McCoy or Zay Jones. This is the week to do it if you're going to. Like, this is the week. Dude, Zay, Zay Jones is actually he, – he got eight targets last game. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think, I think I'd rather play him if I was to play one of them. Don't, don't, uh, don't underestimate this connection that uh, Derek Anderson and uh, Kelly – Calvin Benjamin can't even run anymore. He just doesn't even try. It looks like T.Y. Hilton is going to be back in this offense for Indy. Um, so, with them being at home, that's a guy that's probably going to be in single-digit ownership. Um, if you want to get a little bit of uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, bring it back with T.Y. Hilton for a little correlation. But, yeah, I, I think I'm going to probably stay away. Even though, I mean, the Colts are one of the fastest-paced teams. Uh, yeah, they're, they're the fastest-paced team. So, um, maybe extra plays for Buffalo here, but – I think the one thing is, is no Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen had good legs. Uh, usually running quarterbacks help out. Uh, running quarterbacks help out the running back quite a bit. So with Derek Anderson being a pocket guy, I just feel like this Colts defense is just going to isolate, you know, on one specific guy here, and that's McCoy. Well, that's, uh, that leaves uh, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> Don't do it. One thing that oh, are you saying we're on Benjamin? <laughs> the only thing Wait I'm a just... second. Hold on. If you're on Benjamin, are you on Derek Anderson at 4,300? No, no. I mean, you could. 4,300. I know. You could. Uh, we saw Osweiler no. last week. No. You no. could. No. No? no. Even against so Indy? Who's, who, who's the quarterback play for cash this week? I know this is a tournament uh, take show, but like. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't even look on main slate uh, cash yet. Uh, most of mine were um, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know who's going to be the most popular. I'd say C.J. Bethard or Cam Newton, possibly. I don't know. Joe Flacco. What about Jameis? Jameis too expensive, sixty three hundred. I mean, how is that too expensive? Why 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 do we love uh, Jameis in this situation? I mean, what I mean, I don't know if I love him. Is that just because they can't run the ball and they're implied to score 27? I guess that's the spot, right? I mean, but Cleveland defense is no joke. So this is a spot where I, I don't know. I Probably not going to go there. Yeah, I don't know if I would I would go Jameis. I like Cam. I yeah, knowing, have, knowing how good – end up being there. Knowing how good Philly is against the run, how they normally stuff the run, I feel very confident Cam. It's is written up for Cam. It's yeah. written up for a Cam game. Cam has no accuracy. Cam can be so brutal. Also good to note that, you know, Greg Olson played every single snap except I think one snap last week. So yeah, he's washed. Cam he is washed, brutal. but that's got to be just another option that the defense has to watch about. You know? Cam's brutal, but in the end, he still kind of finds a way to get in the end zone at home. Yeah, make his value at, you know, whatever he is, 40, you know. 18 points, nine, whatever he needs. He finds a way to get Flacco that. might be the one. I'm telling you, Flacco is the play. Go Flacco. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't think uh, I'm just doing it. It's my favorite game stack, all right? This is it. It's the Flacco week, all right? We got Brown. We got Sneed. Flacco, bring it back with a little Traquan Smith or Alvin Kamara. Come on. I think it's just Flacco and Brown, and that's all you need. I don't even know if you have to bring it back. Um, Willie Sneed got 10 targets. Oh, yeah, Sneed, yeah. No, no Marshawn Lattimore. He will see zero. Revenge narrative is all I yes. needed. 
Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Revenge, me, pardon my French. They uh, they phased him out of that offense hard when he came okay. back. Okay, I'm a little bit on this uh, Flacco and Cash here. What we got? All right. Yes. You got the Saints defense that is 30th DVOA versus the pass and number one versus the run. I mean, if that's not a funnel offense, I don't know what is. So, um, I could I could possibly get on board. He he's one of the best deep ball passes in the league. Let's do it. Let's do it. It has nothing to do with who Joe Flacco is as a talented quarterback. Hey, he's played a lot better this year. Let's yeah. let's not get on Joe Flacco right now. He's played a lot better this year. This would be buying the situation here. That's it. So <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> In Joe Flacco's last four uh last two home games, he's had four touchdowns and no interceptions. He's had hundred and five QB rating. Oh, uh, looks like I'm gonna you know, we're gonna end this show. We've gone too long. We're gonna yeah, when you spit out a stat like that, you know his games prior weren't weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. I don't want to read his away games. All right, leave me alone. He's let's playing at home. End, let's end the show on this. Everybody, say a quick prayer for CJ McCollum because I think I'm gonna have to make McCollum against uh, instead of Lillard uh, pivot here to make up about twenty twenty points. So. Uh, you know how we should wrap up the show is just somebody that you kind of want to be the most overweight with, or right now, who would you want to be most overweight with uh, in comparison to the field? Do you want to do something like that to end the show? Taylor Gabriel. I mean, Gabriel's going to be chalk. I All want, right. I want more. I want as much want as more. I can buy. Okay. Uh, you know, you know where you're going, uh, GSU or should I take? Of course, of course I do. Okay. Willie Sneed. Nice. With Joe Flacco as my QB. All right. And my gods is going to be Carry On Johnson. Uh, That I want to be more sober with. All right. That's a wrap. Uh, I don't even, I think we're still over for length of time here, but uh, we tried. Yeah, boys. Uh, Yeah. Thanks a lot. We'll, uh, We'll catch you again next week. This is the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. Later. See you.